Oh, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Hungry Bleak podcast. I am Antonio Pomares, and as always, you're welcome. It's Friday. Made it to the end of the week, folks. That's a good thing. That's a very good thing. It was a very fallish kind of week. Still had a little bit of that warm weather. Don't know what's going on with that, but hey, you know what? That's the world, unfortunately. Today, we're going to do something a little different. And I'm genuinely excited. Not that I'm not excited to come to you every week, but I'm excited about this one because, well, it's a difference for me. I'm not going to go through my usual spiel of everything that I talk about during the course of the week, or excuse me, during the course of every episode, but I will say that today I'm going to have a special guest. Now, this is very exciting to me because this is a gentleman that I have not interacted with. I think I may have interacted a couple of times on Instagram, but I don't think I've ever met him in person. So this is something new, something different for me. I like that. I like meeting and knowing about new creators and they have a comic that as many comics as I have on my Google drive and my um, my uh, bah, 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 my comicsology and the old dark horse app they used to have too and I'm looking through all the comics because I'm like I know I've read the comic and I didn't read the comic and I kind of reveled in that I didn't revel in it because of the fact that I didn't read it. I reveled in the fact that it's a new comic that I get to enjoy. It's a new company that I get to see grow and flourish and thrive. And it's a new creator that I get to look for on new comics. So that's kind of cool for me. I like that feeling. I like that that new feeling is awesome. Not that I don't love the creators that I know and see all the time. It's great. I dig them. But Someone new, that's perfect. So this gentleman, who I just found out, is also from Jersey. I did not realize they were in Jersey as well. It's awesome. So let me welcome another Jersey, Ian, Jersey, New Jerseyan, New Jerseyers. From Jersey, don't even know what the hell we're called. New Jerseyers, New Jersey. I don't know what the hell who cares. Another cat from Jersey. This is Calvin Chambers of Icarus Metro Comics. Sir, what's going on, everybody? How y'all doing today? Welcome. Thank you for being here, sir. Much appreciated. No problem. Thank you for having me. No problem. Do you know what we are called? Are we New Jerseyans, New Jerseyers, New, New Jerseyites? Uh, I think they loop us in like tri-state folk. Um, oh, really? Mm. Those who don't, who aren't from New Jersey, kind of say, "Oh, you're just from New York," you know. You know what that works for me too. Not, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not even gonna lie, man. Yeah. I'm not. Because <laughs> so, honestly, honestly, when I travel, I just be like, "Oh, I'm just from New York." You know, I don't even want to explain the different parts of New Jersey. Nothing. So I don't like. I'll, I'll just say from Jersey, and automatically everybody goes, "Oh, it's either close to New York, like Jersey City, or they yeah. think of um, bah, 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 like um, like Trenton, South, yeah, Tr- yeah. yeah, Trenton, Newark, or like Jersey Shore." Yeah. Yeah. But when they think of Detroit, they think of like Tom, like Tom's River, like you know that area where the show's actually from. I'm like, no, I'm not, not from. Just never. Nope. Just forget. It. Let's just go get some pizza <laughs> and let's not even talk about this for real. Or Jane Bob's, yeah. Uh, oh yes. Yeah. Well, I was actually born in Red Bank, so yeah. So there, oh, so there you go. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. I was born in Red Bank. Uh, yeah. I love. I actually love Red Bank. That's like my bread and butter right there. Literally have great bread and butter too. Bagels are banging over there. So, sir, today we're going to be talking about your upcoming Kickstarter. So give me a brief history of 
Calvin Chambers and Icarus Metro Comics. Whew. Um, <laughs> that's a that's a that's a big history, man. And that's a deep um, one for you. All right. All right. It's, it's 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 I could shorten it. Um, okay. <laughs> it could be long, but I could shorten it. All right. So let's just say almost like five years ago. Uh, I went to my first Comic-Con, uh, Garden State Comic Fest, right? Oh. Didn't know that, you know, Comic-Cons exist outside of New York and San Diego. I didn't think that people could just go to Comic-Cons. There were all these different cons. And then I kind of got just like thrown into the world. Um, going to different cons, I'm seeing people who who made their own art. And um, I'm seeing all these comics being sold. I'm buying all these comics. It's, it's literally like my first time actually buying comics, um, you know, post-college and i'm just like wow these are great stories huge fan of marvel um i grew up on justice league batman beyond x-men unlimited you know all those different shows uh, growing up so you know i i knew the characters but i didn't really know history behind some of these characters um so i started collecting i started collecting uh, first appearances i started collecting uh, first editions um, but then like my craving for comics, like couldn't stop there. Cause I had all these ideas in my head. Um, cause I grew up writing like different stories, different DC comic fan fiction. Um, you know, just, just thinking of these different characters. And, um, one day, um, a friend of mine, he had, um, posted on Facebook. He said, yeah, I want to make a comic book. And I said, let's do it. You know? From there, we created a company called Concord Comics, um, which is no longer a company anymore um, due to like, you know, create differences and stuff like that. Um, but we had put out a comic book. Um, we put out a comic book. We created a um, release event, sold out on the book. And, um, you know, and that was just like my first journey within comics. Um, with that, it, it like stuck with me for a little bit. Um, I went and I created a manga um, on Webtoon called Juice. So Juice is like the precursor to Icarus Metro Comics. Um, okay. it, it happens years before. I kind of like created Icarus Metro Comics as like a stopping point so that I know when I want the manga to end mm -hmm. so that I can always go back and create the prequel. That way that when I have Icarus Metro as a 10 story arc to let you know, like, okay, this is where the characters end up. This is like, uh, it, it's ultimately a side story in the universe, but it's still a story to introduce everyone and introduce, um, you know, kind of the lore right. within this uh, Icarus universe. Um, so fast forward, um, I actually thought of doing a comic, um, in like 2017 and um I, you know things fell through i got some artwork made you know i just i got uninspired so you know a couple years later um and you know like, like i said there was, there was a lot of huge gaps right. a couple years later a friend said to me he said hey um what happened to your stories you know um you know I, you, you haven't done the manga in a while uh you know you haven't talked about writing anything and i said I asked him one question. I said, I can't really afford to pay out a comic right now if I don't get any return for it. I said, if if I were to make a comic and put it on Kickstarter, would you back it? And he was like, Yeah, you know, I would back it. I said, Okay. Now, now I'm pretty sure those who are listening, you know, my other creators who are listening, 
just one just getting the answer from one person and then going off and making a full 24 page comic like that's blind faith yeah that that is blind faith <laughs> i did take a big risk in doing this um but you know that just gave me the energy it was it was during covid i didn't really have anything else to do so i said okay you know let me just go and make this comic so mm. i went and i created like and 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 things evolve over time um i created like a like a um an introduction and then i create the story um mm. Then I'm kind of like mapping things out as I go, how I want the ending to be. Um, but I have an overall general consensus of like what I want this 10 issue arc to be. And of course, you know, it was a 16 issue arc at first, but I said, hey, you know, that's not that's not possible. Like I 16, what's that? Five, six years? No, no, no. Yeah, about I, yeah. I, yeah, like I, I have <laughs> I have other stories I want to put out too. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, you know, 2020, I created um, Icarus Metro Comics um, under my company, the Innovative Dream LLC, mm-hmm. and um, I put out in um, March of 2021 Icarus Metro. Um, Icarus Metro is a story following the group um, that's coming from my um, manga uh, mm-hmm. called uh, the Paladins. Now, these Paladin members, um, you know. Each issue of Icarus Metro, there's 10 Paladin members, 10, 10 founding Paladin members. Um, so each issue will follow each of these characters. And you'll you know, meet different characters, different villains, and learn about a lot of different things throughout um, this 10-issue arc. But you also get to experience, um, you know, just a great story, a lot of plot twists, um, just a lot of emotions. Uh, right now, I didn't really want to do a lot of emotions in the first issue. Um, the character went through a lot of emotions, but I didn't want to make the reader ball out right. in the first issue. But as it progresses, just the build up, because me personally, um, I grew up on a lot of anime. And being that I grew up on a lot of anime, um, I love anime like Code Geass, Death Note, uh, Naruto, mm-hmm. One Piece, Bleach, and they never start off strong. You know, with with like the emotions, but as it builds up, as you start to like get involved, get engaged with these characters, when yeah. something crazy happens, you're like, it hits you. You're like, whoa, you know, like like at the end of Death Note, when Light Yagami, you know, he he announces, yeah, I won, and then they're like, no, you didn't want it. He's running away, shot, and mm-hmm. you, know, you you feel that. Like I remember when I first watched that. You know, I I it, I felt like I wasn't breathing. You know, it was like a shortness of breath because I was like, this this guy. I, I watched his journey. Now I'm like, because there's dying. this tension and everything, and you, yep. and you're at that point where you think because Death Note is one of the most like just heart pounding yeah. comics. Yeah. I mean, even like from when when you're watching him write, even on there. Yeah, it's not like a combat like, comic where like Dragon Ball Z would have you. And the way he's ready, yeah. everything you feel your heart is pounding. How is there? How is a person going to die? How is it? And the yeah. psychology of it as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that yeah, that definitely. See now, I got to rewatch that. Damn, so, right. so, so, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that's what I'm trying to bring with my stories. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just the build up, just the tension, just just to get the readers engaged, to build a a, a fandom from it. Um, I love writing. Um, Icarus Metro um, issue one is about uh, Simone Stone. Um, 
chose, a, you know, the one of the females to be the protagonist for the first issue. One of the males, um, an Italian male, is the protagonist for the second issue. Mm. Um, third issue, so on. Like, you know, you'll be meeting each of these members from the team, the Paladins, each issue. So oh, okay. I'm, ne- I'm never going, well, okay. So let's just say for the third issue, if you read the second issue, you'll know who the protagonist is for the third issue. Um, but also kind of leads into, yeah. So every issue leads into, um, so yeah, you'll definitely, you definitely learn. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Every issue leads into, and I'm thinking about it because I already have the outline for issue four and five. So yeah, every issue leads into, yeah, which is nice because it has a nice kind of, um, like it's loosely connected, like still connected, but loosely connected, where it's almost like how you would have like, um, uh, a backdoor pilots yes like tv shows like back in the day so i i I love that feeling of it being a different one each time but you still getting that connective story thread yes we love that like for example um icarus metro 2 happens during the same time as icarus metro 1 Mm -hmm. so but it's you know it's after a certain point in icarus metro 1 where it segues at the end um into Icarus Metro 2. And you'll and everybody will see that, you know. Mm. Um, because I want to make sure that, you know, not only are you just getting a better understanding of what's happening, you're also understanding uh these characters and certain emotions that they that they can bring. Um, for example, Simone Stone, um, protagonist of issue one, is very closely connected to the protagonist of issue two. And as that continues, you'll see the different relationships build and get a better understanding of who these characters are and why they do what they do. Because, you know, I don't know personally per se, like if I'm going to make spinoffs for each of these characters because I'm making the prequel, mm-hmm. but it's setting up the world. You get a better understanding of what's happening in the world, what type of entities are in the world um, so that, you know, one day I'll be able to just say, hey, you know, let me throw out for the Kickstarter a teaser for another series or let me um, provide a free 10 issue, not 10 issue, a uh, free 10 page. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, like, mm. I was gonna say, damn, that's really good. That. I want to promise that. But that's <laughs> a really good uh, uh, tier right there. Yeah. Damn. Let me do a free uh, issue zero for another series. You know, right. just just the small little things that I could help just build um what this universe is you know the icarus universe um because you know icarus metro for example is a it's kind of like the tri-state area mm. you know, it's icarus city j city um alto city and mm. it's like new york new jersey connecticut you know so that's mm. what i'm trying to like build and replicate like that the ideologies and the formation of this book here kind of resembles these three cities um is loosely based you know, mm-hmm. and I'll, you know, as I as I travel the world in my personal life, I'll be mm-hmm. writing different stories about different other places, other different places. So. I love the fact that you kept coming back to world and world building because yeah. that's the most important thing about a comic is that foundation, that world, and starting from there. Like you have to know, you have to like when, when you're creating that story, you have to know not just the characters. Mm-hmm. But the actual world, like the, the literally the world, the cities, what, what have you, and the beings and entities, like you were saying. So that yeah. is a very key important thing that, that you just said right there, the world and world building and the universe. So I, I like that. So 
you know, what I love the most, um, and this is, I guess what I love the most about Marvel movies, um, just, you know, and even DC and stuff like that, it's like team-ups. I love mm-hmm. interconnectivity. I love when, you know, you have this one story and then, like, like you remember uh, when Batman appeared on Static Shock? Yes. Like, stuff like that. Like, when, mm-hmm. you know, you got a different property and you got, you know, this here and they're both interconnected. And then you see an older Static Shock and Batman Beyond because they're connected with the Batman exactly. series. So it's just, like, different things like that, like, really inspired me to set this up in a certain way. And don't get me wrong, like, um, I love I love anime, but they don't really have that because they don't really interconnect with other series like that unless they have the same creator. Yeah. Um, like I, I remember One Punch Man being on the milk box and Mob Psycho, you know, because they have the same Was creator. He? Yeah, yeah, because they have the same creator. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious to me. You know, <laughs> you know but um I guess in terms of like appearances, this story could kind of resemble bleach a little bit, you know. Um, I was a huge okay. Bleach fan growing up, and I liked how, you know, for example, you know, I don't want to spoil for those who haven't wa- read the, the Thousand Year War arc, mm. um, the, the last arc for the manga that they're actually animating right now, but, you know, it took everybody to defeat the Espadas, you know, mm-hmm. it took Grimjaw, it took Aizen, it took um, uh, the the Fulbring Masters, it took the you know, the Espadas, you know, it, it took everybody to just like even give the Soul Society a chance to defeat the Espadas mm-hmm. because of Ishigo's what great great grandfather or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually going through and re watching Bleach now. I'm on like episode, uh, I think 40. So I know I got a ways to go. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think all of, them, all of them are on Hulu, I believe, but not Netflix. I think yeah. Netflix only has like up to maybe, yeah, maybe 60, maybe something like that. Yeah, they have I don't like, think they have all of them, but Hulu has, I believe, all of them. Yeah, they have on Netflix up to when Ishigo, right after Ishigo. Um, but they have the two movies too. Yes, they have. I, the I, I don't think the movies are on Hulu, but I believe that they're but they're on Netflix. Well, they don't have all the movies, I don't think, because Hellverse is the fourth movie. Oh yeah, so they they've only got Netflix only has and two. Fade I want to say yeah, Fade to Black on Netflix is the third movie. So there's two other movies that are missing. Yeah, but, but I they, you know yeah, but they do have the live action. So I guess they yeah. I guess that's a balance. I don't know. What have did, you, did you did you see that? What do you think about that? I you know what I actually did like it because it because I'm a fan of it and sometimes yeah. I like seeing it was better than Death Note. Death oh, Note I just couldn't yeah. get down. Yeah. I just couldn't. Yeah. It just wasn't. It just it just didn't hit for me. Yeah. But that one I actually have to watch or finish watching the Full Metal Alchemist one. Yeah, I didn't start that one yet. I, that was kind of interesting to me. That was interesting yeah. to me. That was my first and, manga. I don't want to spoil. I don't. I don't yeah, want to like ruin <laughs> my taste with it. You know. It actually, I mean, it's so hard to adapt an anime into live action to begin with because you just you you have a set, literally like literal vision of what these characters look like. So mm-hmm. to do it live action is really hard to do. Um, I haven't watched the Roroni Kenshin one. I haven't oh, no, watched that's, those yet. That's the best one. I've heard those are great, but they but yeah. Netflix only has two, two of them, and it's they fine. had the first one on there. 
Yeah. At one time they did. There's wait, there's five. I thought there's four. five of them. So there is there is the two that's on Netflix. Those are the most recent that are made. Yeah, yeah. But the original three, I remember them being out like years ago. I saw yeah, them in like was... 2015, but they yeah. were made by a different company. Because uh, I know the first one was on there at one time, and when I was about to watch it, it was gone. So I figured, oh, yeah. they're gonna they're making these this other one that's gonna be on there. It's not on there. I was like, all right. So I guess I could, or I could I could just watch the prequel honestly because it's more like um. Oh, what what was that prequel series that they did? Samurai X. Yeah, that's what it is. Samurai yeah. X. Yeah, yeah. So that's I what, that's I honestly could watch that and just enjoy that because I actually like that more adult serious version mm-hmm. of uh of a uh, Kenshin um when he was actually the uh the man slayer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so <clears throat> see now you're getting me all like I think about anime and everything. I'm starting. No, like, it's all good. I need mean, because I I, 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 I need like, to go back. I was actually going to lead into like, so like for Icarus Metro comics, mm-hmm. um, that's ultimately my angle. Um, like right now I am, you know, idealizing and, and getting stuff situated for the, um, the prequel manga, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of hosting on webtoons and I'm trying to figure out what like a good schedule is and a good, you know, good marketing plan to, you know, get it out there to the readers. Um, because before when I was consistent with it, I had about 14 K readers. And that was really good. But, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's like when you, you learn a craft, if you don't use it, you're going to lose it. Um, and then people aren't going to really, you know, see what you're doing anymore. Um, so, you know, I'm working with um, an animator in Spain, um, Osar Animation, and he's actually doing the character designs for the new character designs for the characters. Um, and he actually did the animation for our Kickstarter trailer. So ultimately, one of the goals that I'm, I'm, you know, hopefully can reach by 2023 is to, you know, start in the conceptual stages a plan to have a animated film, um, okay. you know, based off of the Icarus Metro characters, you know, simple, my hero style, one-off villain type mm-hmm. you know, film um, that I could put out there for people to, you know, watch enjoy and you know basically just just you know get involved with you know so that's that's what i want to like you know move into eventually um but yeah this is this here is the start well speaking of the start your kickstarter is going to be going live was it november 2nd november 3rd third excuse me third yes third um which Folks, as always, I'm always trying to like make sure that you have the link. The link is in the episode description. Mm-hmm. You can go check out. Actually, all of the Icarus Metro links are in the description. Mm-hmm. But at the top is the uh, link for if you click on it, you go, you, you'll be notified of when the Kickstarter goes live. So tell us about the Kickstarter. Okay. Uh, so this is my second Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Um, this Kickstarter, Icarus Metro 2. Um, this Kickstarter will, you know, basically give you a lot more than I was able to provide for the first Kickstarter. First Kickstarter, learning the ropes, learning, understanding Kickstarter fees, um, learning, um, you know, vendor fees for certain supplies. So right. we're actually going to be, uh, you know, having as tiers, um, streetwear, streetwear shirts, beanies, mm. um, neck masks. We're gonna have um, magnet postcards. Oh. We're going to have a bunch of stretch goals. You know, I'm not gonna announce the stretch goals yet, but when we get there, because uh, the current goal is 2,500, when we get there, then mm-hmm. we're gonna start announcing the the stretch goals, which is you know nice juicy stretch goals, maybe a new cover, 
maybe some new art within the book. Okay. Um, we currently have three covers. We have cover A, um, which is currently displayed on our Instagram. Um, we are releasing cover B on Sunday. And we are releasing um, the exclusive cover, which is a front to back cover um, right before the Kickstarter. So, mm. you know, that'll be um, something new that you guys will be able to see. Um, and, you know, so we have three different covers, just like Icarus Metro 1. Um, we have two Funko Pop this time. First Funko Pop is about viscosity. Um, second Funko Pop is for a character called Catalyst, who you'll meet within this issue. So mm -hmm. total in the brand, we got about three Funko Pops made by Viet. Um, so, you know, everybody in any the community, they know Viet, uh, great Funko Pop master um, and maker. Um, <laughs> uh, what else do we have? We have um, a couple of different prints. Um, you know, those prints will be signed by myself or not signed, depending on what you want. Um, we will have, um, yeah, I think I think you know there there are a few more things I, that's I'm really drawing a blank about, but you know they'll definitely be on the Kickstarter. And plus, with the stretch goals, we have more opportunities for trading cards, um, you know, magnets and all the different swag you know swag items that you'll be able to have. Um, so yeah, this is Icarus Metro Two. Um, this is our Kickstarter. Icarus Metro Three. We're planning to expand it a little bit more um, because there will be a bigger book. Um, but you know, when that time comes next year, you know, we'll definitely be able to provide you um and continue to provide you a lot more stuff regarding the Icarus Metro brand. Well, that's awesome. Um, anyone's watching right watching, you can see I brought up the screen for the uh the notification page for the Kickstarters, what it looks like. Um, for Icarus Metro one and two, an aggressive action drama series. I love aggressive action. I, I love that 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 um that grouping of words. Mm -hmm. You know, because you know you're getting the drama, but you're also getting that action feeling. So it's nice. Yes. Blend of of both, let's say. Yeah. So, I, de so I, de I definitely want people to know that you know not only you getting some type of drama, some type of internal conflict, but you're also mm -hmm. getting a lot of fight scenes. Right. And just to always let people know because some people don't know how Kickstarter works exactly. Um, it's basically crowdfunding. But the beautiful thing about it is that say if you know you're a little low that week and you want to pledge you can pledge that week and it doesn't take it out automatically yeah it takes it out when the project uh is funded and it, it, it and it ends so it's not going to take so if you pledge on tuesday it's not going to take it off that tuesday and that's only going to take it off when you pledge so you can go ahead and pledge and you know feel confident in it you know it's not it's not going to mess you up that week you're good don't worry about it it's, it's not going to be till later and there are always great tiers and the add-on i i love the fact of having add-ons to the tiers yep that's one of the biggest things to me because i've been especially during the pandemic i know kickstarters have been just being funded left and right which i love left and right yep i i love seeing like sometimes i'm annoyed by all the kickstarters i'm like all right i, I pledged to it i've seen it i've mm -hmm. seen it but then i'm like you know what i i do love the fact that they're being pledged like that that it's happening so quickly so often uh, some be, some are being funded within an hour yeah the that you get it, it's what i'm seeing more add-ons lately and you're able to customize so if you go for tier seven what have you and you don't see something that you like a lot of times when you when you click on uh to to pledge to it they'll have that item and it'll say sticker keychain um, hat t-shirt 
yep. uh, poster, um, what have you. So there are lots of different ways that you can go. And the stretch goals are that just pushes you to go. I yep. want people to see this more because I want that. I want that in the stretch goal. I want that cover or that, um, you know, whatever it is. And stretch goals are always a beautiful thing, too. They're like um, like bonus add ons. If you, you know, go and share and say, hey, you know, there's a comic coming out. I want you to, you know, go check it out. They pledge. You're getting closer to it. So it's a beautiful thing to have this crowdfunding for um, especially indie creators. You know, yep, um, and it's 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 very interesting that you say that because I do find that you know one of the biggest issues with crowdfunding is like the marketing. Um, mm. You know, a lot of us indie creators, you know, we we do other things in life. You know, we have families, we have yes. you know different you know things that we got to attend to for the day to day. But you know, the goal ultimately is to expand the outreach to as many people as possible. And to do that, you have to be online. You have to be active. Mm -hmm. You have to, you know, carry out certain things. Um, so with that, you know, you are always moving. You're always trying to get someone to see your content because not everybody's going to pledge. And and don't get me right. wrong, um, Kickstarters aren't expensive. Um, and it also depends on what you want for um, your money. For example, I know the lowest tier on Icarus Metro 2 is $5 tier. And with the $5 tier, you'll be able to get the digital issue of Icarus 2 and just a digital issue. Now, as you go higher with $12, you'll be able to get the physical copy and you'll be able to get some digital items, um, you know, and, and so on. You know, the $50, you'll be able to get the streetwear shirt, um, all three covers and mm -hmm um some prints and stickers you know so you you know as, as you you know raise the tier you'll be able to get more items but you know this doesn't mean that you can't get the book you know because the book is five dollars and as you grow the you know the the physical book is 12. you know um so you know for those who are watching and um you know feel like in some cases it may be a little much don't worry. Uh, we've definitely lowered the prices a lot more than our last Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it some sometimes you have to just see where you're at. You know, because mm -hmm. it was your because because I was your first Kickstarter, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes you got to see where you're at, and then you you know you play it by ear the next time because you have a better feel for it. Yeah. You know, with each one, you just get better, and the the product just gets out there more, and having those wonderful like affordable tiers where you can go you know what the digital is fine for me because i don't have mm -hmm. space you know i got this huge pile already and you know in, on my book page it's great i got my tablet which is wonderful things and but if you're a collector and you want that t-shirt you want the hat what have you there are tiers that can accommodate not just your pockets but also mm -hmm. your needs and that's the beautiful thing about kickstarters yep you know and even and say if you want to help fund it but you don't want the comic a lot of times there, there are there are tiers where you can just pledge yeah you and not get anything not get anything yeah which will still work for you as well yeah. kickstarters are so accommodating for whatever you can afford mm -hmm. whatever you want or whatever you don't want yep that's true it's a beautiful thing honestly you know, true. You know. it's I, just just the way that, that it's evolved over the last two years or so Mm -hmm. is amazing like i've never pledged so many times for i i forget that I've, i have things coming exactly <laughs> like, be honest I, with you. I have a lot of i have 
I I read a lot of the physicals. Mm-hmm. When I pledge, you know, the physicals, I, I get a chance to read because it's right there. I read it, then I store it away. Mm-hmm. But the digitals, you know, if I see if I see a creator and I like their work and I pledge the digital, it's sometimes hard to get around to the digitals, you know. It, it, you know what? I'm the opposite. Mm-hmm. I get the, the physical just so I can have it as like, a you know, just something there. Mm-hmm. But I read the digital because I don't want to mess up the the uh got it, got the it. physical and it's easier for me to grab my tablet and just surf through oh okay so you're reading on the tablet okay exactly yeah like most, like i'm half and half okay uh, most of my comics are on my tablet but like i said i still get the prints i don't like to read um singles i think because what do you mean singles like like the single issues like i'll i'll, I'll read a trade print but okay. not singles Okay. For some reason, I don't know why I, I feel like I'm, I'm going to ruin it. I feel like I'm going to just tear it somehow because it's so small. Mm-hmm. So I'll read in print. So I'll I'll read the trades. Um, it's just much easier for me. Singles okay. I'll, I'll read on on um, on my tablet continuously, but I'll still have that print single just as the thing, especially if, if it's been signed and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It just it, it has something for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's something that I like to just have there. Maybe that's like a kind of a lower tier collector thing. I don't know, because I'm not a collector myself. I don't see myself as one, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm 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 the exact opposite. I'll I'll go to the, the, the tablets. Much easier to surf through than for me to go, where's that issue number five? I the hell is you know it's just easier for me. But either way, I'm I'm getting the the print and I'm getting the digital. That's just it. Okay. Okay. Because I want it and I want to get it. That's <laughs> natural. <laughs> so with your with your work and this being the the uh, the second issue of of um of uh, Icarus Metro, when you look ahead to what you want to do, when you were talking about the animated film and webtoons, everything like that, because you have a vision of what you want to do. Yes, I do. Yeah, which is a beautiful thing. You know, what do you feel is going to be? your your legacy like what do you want people to take away from your work see <laughs> it's funny at first i thought you're gonna say was what do you think is going to be your biggest challenge um i was gonna say patience uh no i are uh, look kickstarters yeah. I've, I've i've seen people losing it like look i've i've, yeah. I've seen people do like blooper videos with their like with their video trying to promote they're like oh, I, I can't i can't keep doing this i can't keep doing these takes yeah, man this, i can't this, all these takes all these different <laughs> videos all these different content you're putting out content content yeah. content it's mm-hmm. like I, I tweeted today i was like um i was like uh you know i'm trying to get this market out for this kickstarter you know uh so uh sign up for the link um, I'm gonna be tweeting a lot these next couple of weeks. Don't unfollow me, you know? <laughs> because it, it it can be bothersome too. Because like, okay, well, but then I go, you look, mm-hmm. you know what? If, if you pledge, great. If you haven't pledged, maybe you'll go. Oh, you know what? I forgot to pledge. I'll get, or maybe you pledge. You know, I pledge. I like it. Let me share this. Yeah. You know, the worst thing you can do is put it out, and someone goes, okay. And they just scroll past it. Don't unfollow them, please. Don't don't unfollow them because yeah. it'll mess up the yeah. algorithm somehow. Yeah. Just don't unfollow them, but just yeah. scroll down it, or you know, share it. You never, you never know what's going to happen one day. Um, but in terms of my legacy, so yeah, I talk about the the animated film that I want to do um, eventually. I'm talking about the 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 manga, the the webtoon that I'm trying to 
um, create right now. You know, that's all in conceptual stages. In terms mm -hmm. of legacy, um, I want to, my ultimate goal with writing is to provide content for people to just enjoy themselves. Um, I don't care. Um, I mean, like, like, I don't care, like, what type of, um, I, I wanted to leave an impact. You know what I mean? Right. I wanted to leave a, a I wanted to give people a sense of um, belonging, um, a sense Ooh. of, um, yeah. a sense of, like, <sighs> give them an escape. Um, right. I want I want to make people happy. I want to make people smile. Um, just to like leave you a story. Um, I did PoochieCon, right? I did PoochieCon in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. uh, it was on August 28th, August 29th. And on August 28th, um, two young girls, they came up to my booth and they're like, hey, you know, what's this? This is that. I told them about Icarus Metro, told them about the character, and they both bought a book, right? right. Both bought a book. Next day, August 29th, I'm sitting in the booth in a different area because they, you know, shifting people around in this con. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't recognize the girls because they were wearing different cosplays, but they came by and they were just looking at the table, looking at the content. Um, and that also made me think, like, all right, I got one book out. You know, you got people coming by. They want to see multiple books. They want to see multiple content. Right. Like, you creating. But, you know, they were just talking by, and I, you know, I went through my whole spiel, tried to tell them about Icarus Metro and stuff. And they were like, oh, you know, we were here yesterday. We bought the book. And I'm like, oh, well, what are you, in my head, I'm like, why are you here again? You know? Mm -hmm. But they told me that, uh, you know, that they, they loved it so far. They were like, you know, a couple pages in, um, like, ha or half the book in. They loved it so far. The character resonates with them, um, you nice. know. That you know they love the story so far. This is that, and that ultimately that gave me like more inspiration to just keep creating, and you know, and that's why I said that patience was like my hardest mm -hmm. challenge because you know <laughs> I can't just throw all the money into making these comics and not pay my bills. You know, exactly. so you know it's that um, balance. It's the balance, mm -hmm. um, but like that type of impact is what I'm trying to leave on the world. I'm trying to create these characters so people can um, find themselves within the characters. I'm trying to create this world where people can just enjoy, escape to, think about the different possibilities. Um, like, for example, if we look at the story, we look at the story of Naruto and the story of Boruto. Naruto follows the story of Naruto, right? Boruto mm -hmm. follows the story of Boruto, Naruto, Sasuke, Sakura, you know, all these right. other different characters stemming from the first um, story. But we don't really get to see all the other different things in the world. What what story, besides One Piece, do you really get to see all the other different things that happens in that world to other characters? You know? Yeah. So, like, bringing a universe like that, you know, although starting off small, because I don't have the backing of, like, a Viz or, like, a Toei or anything like that, you know, um, you know, creating this, this one, um, basically Icarus Metro is like a pilot creating this pilot. Oh, that's a good way to think of it. I could like, yeah, you know, that way I can just create different other series that uh, are, are canon and happen, you know, simultaneously, but also creating this big expansion of the universe that, May I maybe you know, and I'm probably gonna be doing for the rest of my life. To be honest, I mean, like for example, Stanley, you know, he made um, 
he, they started Marvel. Well, they started Atlas in like what the 1940s. Think yeah, so, 19, yeah. Yeah, 1940s time period. Um, you know, and then like they didn't stop. They just continuing, continuing, continuing. Now we have the MCU, you know, started off with Blade, it started off with Spider-Man. We have yeah. all these different characters because of someone's devotion to put in the time and effort over the span of what 65 something years, you know. Um, yeah. we got Charleston comics, you know. You know, back in the day, 1940s, Blue Beetle, now part of DC, Superman, all, you know, all these other different things. It, it doesn't happen overnight. It just doesn't. Now we have HBO Max that caters to DC. We have Disney Plus that caters to Marvel. We have Amazon Prime that caters to whoever. Uh, Rainbow, whoever. Yeah, whoever. Rainbow, yeah, City, whoever. you know, all these other different mm -hmm. stories. We got these video games that are now getting shows. We got these... Um, these books that are getting a Netflix movie every month, you know, mm -hmm. so it's, you know, it, this journey for me personally, the legacy, the, the impact that I'm trying to leave, um, I know it's not going to happen overnight. Um, but I do know that I do want people to, um, primarily just enjoy, you know, just enjoy the ride. I'm trying to take them on. That's great. Uh, that's, yeah. And you have to, it, it starts every every journey. They say every journey starts with one step. Yeah, I mean that's how it is. You have to, and you just have to keep going. You have to keep going. And it's sometimes a, there will be times ladder. when you're like, "Oof, I can't. I this is I'm done. I what have you?" Mm -hmm. But to be a, a creative in this day and age in 2021 slash 2022, because you know we're getting there. It's getting kind of close. And it's tough. It's tough. It's, because... it, it, it's tough to be out there trying to do that also balance your life because uh, as you were saying a lot of creatives they can't just go well I'm not going to do that day job anymore this yeah. is what i'm doing it doesn't start it doesn't start oh. that way you you have to build up to you have to build up one fan two fans three fans four however many and get to a point and you can still be pushing out the content you still got to have that day job you still have to be with your family you have to still do all these things you have to have that balance of of life and work and your passion this thing that you would like to possibly do for the rest of your life and make a nice living out of it where you can just go where you wake up and you go, oh, all right, cool. You don't have to go over, punch a time clock. You don't have to do this. You just go right to your office, your desk, your laptop, whatever, wherever it is, you do your thing and you start now, the day. Now, now see, I agree with that in, in, in wholeheartedly, you know, mm. but how I wish that I was an artist myself instead of just a writer. Oh, how I wish. Because if I was an artist, oh <laughs> man, I'd be one, I'd be like out for one, I never have a social life. If I was an artist on like DC Marvel level, not even DC Marvel level, just like even an anime level, never leave the house. When I wouldn't get married. I wouldn't, uh, you know what I mean? I wouldn't drink no alcohol. I wouldn't do nothing. You know, I'd be sitting down taking commissions and, and writing my own stories and drawing my own stories. Then the only time you see me is conventions. I'll be like Oda. Only time you see me, I'll be I'll be doing conventions. I wouldn't be doing nothing. You know, just just getting those stories out there. Look, I I cannot like I I've seen you know writers and and artists and such like that. And the artists will be they'll be up at like you know whatever you know 
Oh, time yeah, at night it, because some because something hit them because something may have hit them and they're like you know what oh, yeah. they get in and when they get in that groove it's it's a wrap and they're up late nobody else is up late so you know they might do like a live at that point just to show yeah. like you know the work in progress which i love seeing works in progress i mm-hmm. love seeing where it started to where it's at and seeing pieces that they were like well i i like this but it didn't go with the rest of the story but but it, but it looks incredible, but it didn't go with what they were trying to do with the story and the character, which I understand. That's part of storytelling is the visual along with the written word. Yeah. Now, they have a big community for that on Twitch. I, I've been that's why yeah. I mostly watch it now. But because um, I, I saw it a couple of years ago on Facebook, but I haven't really seen people, you know, um, you know, do their live sessions on Facebook, doing their drawing. Yeah, but Facebook, I've been no. A lot of people overseas doing a lot of lives on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've seen a lot of people, like most of the people that I think I see on Twitch are like, yeah, either overseas or they're on like the West Coast. So it's a different time yeah. altogether. So, you know, it's midnight here. It's nine o'clock there. Yeah, You know what I mean? But they're doing it and you can just sit back and just either listen to them, like maybe talk about something or just watch them do what they do, what have you. It'd be like Twitch was one of those things that when I started watching Twitch, I started watching it for like game streams and just enjoyed it. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Then what then I just started like poking around, see what people are doing and artists and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. Now being a part of the 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 geek community and such like that in geek culture, what do you feel is like one of the biggest issues in the geek culture? And the second part of the question is what what will you do or what are you doing to try and remedy that issue? And it can be um, business-wise, it, it can be community-wise. Like, I've heard answers, and I'm like, like, these are all valid. I feel like um, the biggest issue in a geek community, uh, to be honest, in today's climate, um, because this this ultimately didn't <laughs> Like, when I, when I grew up, this wasn't even an issue because the geek community was very exclusive. Mm. No, um, when I grew up, the geek community is very exclusive. Not everybody was into Naruto, Dragon Ball Z. We had our certain cliques. We got made fun of. Um, mm-hmm. So we just, you know, we kept to ourselves, you know. Um, but now that it is free, a free for all. Yeah, it's, it's hot, hot now. It's in. You know, all the clothes, all the the the, the streetwear, the the designs like mm-hmm. everything is anime inspired you know we have rihanna walking around new york city with a marvel um you know with a marvel encyclopedia you know yeah. we have um it, you it's, know, it's a beautiful people. golden age man yeah i love, like, it. I love it, it babe i love it people <laughs> that are just like inspired by it now mm-hmm. um but i do feel like the biggest um challenge we face right now is acceptance um it's acceptance you know people have their own take on anime characters, um, you know, cosplay, mm. um, art, you know, um, stories, you know. But a lot of people just um, we we tend to have our own derivatives, our own um, opinions off of um, how you know the the story is supposed to be represented. Um, the purest, let's say. The, yes, the, the purest. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we also don't know what you know is the inspiration behind some of these stories. You know, Masashi Kishimoto, uh, Oda, Akira Toyama. You know, they don't really they don't do interviews where they just go and talk about like 
why they made Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, One Piece, and different things like that. They don't really talk about that, but we have our own interpretation. And if someone goes against that interpretation, we can't accept that they have their own opinion. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and that causes a lot of conflict, especially online. It's like a giant book club. You know, mm-hmm. everybody, you know, wants to argue who's right, who's wrong. Um, oh, this cosplayer can't cosplay um a, a black Naruto that doesn't make any sense, that doesn't look good. Let's 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 ban them, you know. You, mm-hmm. you just people um aren't very, gatekeepers, that gatekeeping yeah, kind of mentality. Everybody wants to gatekeep, they, they can't accept that um people want to do their own thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, they want to do their own thing. They want to represent the character in a way that um, they feel is best suited for the character. Um, you know, everybody, you know, screams about, for example, um, what's, what's, a, what's a good example for a character? Oh, everybody screams, Sakura's trash, Sakura's trash, Sakura's trash. I'm going to get a lot of hate, but I don't think Sakura's trash, you know? You're not the I only person like, I've heard say that. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but but like I feel like everybody that was just like one person said it, and then everybody's just sheep, just following mm-hmm. that statement. You know, just, just jumped onto the statement yeah. for no reason, not have not being able to form your own opinion and just. Yeah. But yeah, but enjoy she, it. She actually, you know, led to a lot of character development for Naruto. A lot of character development for Sasuke saved Naruto's life in the war. Was able to keep up with them. Of course, she's she doesn't have a night tail. She doesn't have the Sharingan or the 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 Rinnegan. But mm-hmm. in her own right, she was just like another Tsunade. Mm-hmm. And you know, Tsunade couldn't match Jiraiya or Orochimaru. You know, so I mean, often you can just say Tsunade's trash, but you're not going to say Tsunade's trash. You're just going to yell at Sakura because of her personality and lying and thirst mm-hmm. over someone who didn't really like them you know right so um i just I, like i said i just feel like acceptance people just having their own mindset and just doing their own thing people um aren't really um accepting of it you know and yeah. this ties into like our us you know creators um because of the fact that we are new right Mm-hmm. We are new entities. We are new properties. We are new comics. We are new podcasts. We are new stories. We are new narratives. You know, for someone to give us a chance, they have to give pit eyes on our content and listen to our content. Right. But if they're not pitting eyes to our content and just giving it a glance and then just moving on, they're not really accepting. Okay, this is something new. This is something new that they're trying to create that they're trying to bring forth. What type of impact? could this have on us you know what cop is this story good they see a, a comic and they're like oh it's just a comic book but they don't really know that you know this comic could be a precursor to something great you just have to give it a chance you have to accept it um i'm trying to think of a good example for that uh, of of this too uh it's well no not even a good example two things that i've noticed people in today's age we have short attention spans Extremely, extremely short attention span, and it has to be instantaneous. It has to be now. Yep, now, now. If it's not now, then that's, it's yesterday. That's the only reason why TikTok is booming. TikTok. Mm-hmm. The only reason why it's booming. You know, you you see a TikTok, right? If it doesn't interest you within the five ten seconds, you're gonna swipe up. Yeah, you're gonna keep swiping up. 
And if it interests you, you're going to watch it. But that's just, that's our attention span. You know, um, people, people need that content to just stick at them. You know, and if you don't get the content that sticks at them, you know, then they're going to just keep moving on. And it's, it's a shame people that it's like that. Um, and it's like, for example, you know, why, you know, maybe I don't know their marketing tactics, but like I see DC and Marvel putting out a lot of the same characters in, in for headlines of stories. You know, mm-hmm. I see a lot of Batman. I see a lot of Catwoman. I see a lot of um, Justice League. I see a lot of yeah. Iron Man, you know, Captain America, just like the same heroes that is currently going on. And I'm pretty sure this is a marketing tactic because they're, they're in the movies now. You know, that's what's going on. That's what's hot. Um, yeah. But it's not giving like a fresh perspective of different characters. You know, you're not giving these other characters a chance because um, people aren't really accepting of these other characters because they want to get the mainstream. They want to get what's in the movies. They want to, um, the kids want to see, oh, I just want to see Batman and Superman. Oh, I just want to see Justice League. I want to see Wonder Woman. I want to see Harley Quinn. That's a big one now. You know, I want to yeah. see Harley Quinn. Um, like, for example, um, you know, and this is, and I can, all right, let me stop. I can go on forever. <laughs> let me stop. I can go on forever about this. But, uh, yeah, that's that's just my take. I can definitely go on forever. Because um, I was just about to talk about, like, um, you know, Superman coming out as bisexual. I, I think it's his son or something. Yeah, this is uh, John, John, John Kent. Yeah, that yeah. or um, Harley Quinn coming out with a relationship with Poison Ivy. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people aren't accepting of different things like that because they haven't really, you know, given it a shot. Yeah, well, it's they want it to be they they're always looking for their their franchise players. Yeah, let's say the, those iconic players, and I can't be mad at them because those are you can. Someone said once you could go in the deepest like jungles of Brazil, and you could find someone who knows who Superman is. They will never read the comic, but they'll have a T-shirt on that has the S. Yeah, and I was like, that's actually really true because that's how systemic, mm-hmm. like that. The thought process is i mean they are doing better now with who they're getting as far as creators the writers and artists i mean milestone is i mean to be getting an animated movie at a milestone yeah yeah i never would have thought of that i never would have been like wait what hold on to have one of my favorite writers brandon thomas writing it and for them to be doing a live action static is great um nubia and the amazons came out this week yes and to have uh, stephanie williams who was an incredible writer and vita ayala who is like all praise Vita. I like when they're on something, my, my eyes automatically dart to it. So they're getting better with it because they're making they they've got to make it's those creators that they have. It's not just the characters on the page, but it's the hands that are touching the pages too. That's one of the key things. And the people who are hiring the people that are putting their hands on the page, those are the important things so we can break that that system of gatekeeping mm-hmm. with there's not even a gate. gate. Being a gatekeeper is like being a bouncer to a public park. Yep. Like everybody can be here, but why are you trying to tell people, well, if you want to get in what they can like and what they can't like? Yeah. So yeah. what type of tree is, is the most prevalent tree in, in this park? You're like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What are you it's or what a that park. or what that tree symbolizes when you can have your own. Yeah. 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 When do they fertilize the you sitting like, are you serious? Do move. Try and have a picnic. Just move, man. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that type of mentality. So it's, yeah, it just, yeah. It, yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah I've yeah. spoken about it before. Yeah. And it, gives, it gives me a headache because it's just, <laughs> it makes no damn sense. It's, it's like yeah. being a bouncer at a club and nobody hired you. Like, it's just like, yep, yep, yep. 
Like, who gave you your credentials? You know what I mean? <laughs> Why are you standing at the door? Why are you, dude? It's free to get in. What are you doing? Like, I'm not trying to pick a fight with you. Why are you trying to argue with me? It's yeah. all ages. I don't even need to show you my ID. It's just, yeah. it's, yeah, it, yeah. But I, people, the people out there, they, really, sometimes they take things too far and I'm just like, you just gotta, you, you know, rent's still doing the first, right? You got to yep. calm, you got to calm down, bro. You got to calm down. Just enjoy it. If, if you don't dig it, don't listen to it. Don't read it. Don't watch it. It's yeah. as simple as that. Don't. And if you like hate watch or hate listen or hate read, you know, you're just making it more. But then I guess it gives you something more to live for because you can complain about it more. It's this weird cycle. I don't mm. what have you. Uh, let's talk about something more positive. OK, uh, got two more questions for you. One is what are some of what are three of your favorite properties? This is always hard for anybody. This, this is always hard. It, it could be a TV show, an anime, obviously. Uh, it could be you know movie series. Um, One Piece, Kogias, and Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Okay. Who? Who's your favorite in, in a Dragon Ball Z? Uh, There's no wrong answer. No, I know, but you know, <laughs> I'm not just trying to say Goku, you know, because I, I you know, yeah, yeah, Goku would not be everybody my first would say, answer. Everybody would say Goku, you know. Yeah. I, I would say Goku too, but uh, I, I don't like the way they nerfed they nerfed both Gohan and Trunks because they became popular. Mm. Um, so I say Vegeta. That's my answer. Between Vegeta and Trunks. Yeah. First yeah. time, I always loved and this was like really just great storytelling, even without telling story. The in the beginning, when they would do like, you know, oh yeah, Piccolo. Piccolo's on his own level, so he's yeah. like yeah. default there. Like, he's automatically there. When they would have the opening, and then they would all the characters would be like in the you know, standing there, and then mm -hmm. Tyler would be there. The way Trunks would always be looking at Vegeta before you knew who Trunks was. Yeah. You were like, why is he looking at him? So I always loved that. And then when I found out who Trunks was, I was like, I didn't because he's always standing. And I'm like, first of all, why does he have a sword? Yep. And nobody else got a sword. Why does he have a sword? He's just yep. standing there, he's looking at him real hard. And I'm like, why is he? So yeah, that just always hit. But Vegeta was always that Vegeta for me is one of those cats. He is a I'm a huge He fan. Okay. okay. And there's an anime. I, I like short um what, anime what characters I, with, with big foreheads. I don't know why. Um, on Netflix called uh, ba, 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 oh my gosh, um, be the beginning. I heard of that. I didn't see it yet. It's kind of a weird, like you don't know if it's supernatural, um, serial killer kind of thing vibe. But there's a character that's called the Black Wing King. Okay. And a similar character. I I have a because I'm short and I have a big forehead, so I think that's one of the reasons why I vibe with them. But also their determination to be the strongest even though they're already probably stronger than the other character, that lead character, but it's just because of their attitude of being more positive, maybe, is what gives them that little edge. I know, but those have always been my favorites, like, especially Hie. Hie is just, and the fact yeah, that he, he throws he, he throw he shade at everybody. He just does not yeah. care. He, yeah. he's, he's like the prince of Yu Yu Hakusho. He sits there drinking tea, just showing shade, and they just yeah. walk off. I, yeah, I just, like, yeah, all that. He's always been a dope character in Yu Hakusho. I think my favorite character in Yu Hakusho has to be uh, Kuwabara, though. Kuwabara, is, he's one of the best because he comes out of nowhere. Yeah. 
with the most it, random it's, stuff. It's like I like I liked his character development, like and his uh just his personality. His you know, cool cool cat, you know, misunderstood, you yeah. know, ever growing, you know. And he literally loves cats. Like he he literally yeah. loves cats. Like that, like seeing this kid, he's a huge kid who does not look like he's like 15 or whatever. Yeah. That's a grown ass adult. He got a mortgage. He got like like child care payments. Yep. He got everything with you know the like orange red hair and like you know the and just being this big cat, this big guy, but then having these this cat that he's like loving and everything like that. And the ability to have like the the um, the sword. Like the energy sword, just yeah, he just and seeing his character development too, when when the sword breaks during the dark tournament, and he's able to actually just just show that he he actually has the power to do it, mm. and stuff like that was just really cool to me. I'm actually in the middle of watching the dark. Actually, no, I just finished the dark tournament and again, um, but I'm just I'm rewatching Bleach and I'm rewatching uh, Yu Hakusho. Thank you, Hulu. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, so last question. This is one of the most hard hitting questions out there. But I'm going to ask the tough questions because that's what we do. Okay. Okay? This is the this is the type of question that can ruin relationships. This has divided America for years. But I need to ask this question. What question is this, man? What are you having for dinner tonight? Dinner. (laughs) What's what's going on? Oh man, what am I having for dinner tonight? Um, And there's no wrong answer. I I, I've had people say um, chips, a smoothie, and I'm not mad at them. So I'm having the same thing I had for breakfast. Now this is strange. Um, Okay. Salmon and broccoli. Oh. All right. Yeah, just getting that protein in, you know, trying to trying to flex a little bit, you know, twenty twenty two. That's not that's not uh, now. Is it like salmon that that's that you have like in 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 pouches? Is it just like 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 salmon steak? Like like what type so of salmon like, are you going? So, so I um I bought the salmon from you know grocery store. Okay. Um, cooked it up, food prepped it, and you know cooked up the broccoli and stuff, and have them in a bowl, and you know just gonna put some hot sauce on it, devour it for dinner. You know, get some drink some water, trying to, you know. Well, that might be my ticket. Cause I'm you know what? I, I have like some salmon pouches. Yeah. I might get that. I, I have some just egg. I I might put it in there because I mm-hmm. try to do like a lot of plant based, but I still do eat meat sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm trying um, to eat as much pescatarian as possible. Um yeah. you know, but you know, I did have chicken last night, so I did actually just make. I actually just made some chicken wings. I I'm, some, I'm, bro. I made some chicken. Bro, I made the, put, them, put them in the air fryer, man. Man, you can't go wrong with wings, though. I mean, I just there's right. something. Look, chicken is magical. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah, chicken is magical. Some sometimes I do feel bad, but then I'm like, it's magical. I I don't know what yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Season it right, and it's on point. Oh yeah, they got this seasoning called um, um, slap your mama seasoning. Yes, I, I put that on it. I have heard of it, but I haven't tried. I keep forgetting to mm-hmm. like even get it because I don't think of it until somebody says it because name is so damn funny. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. All right. So it's that time. Um, can I talk to y'all for a minute? Can you, you know, just come in for a huddle, huddle. Not that close. Y'all too close. Back up. Social distancing. Where's your mask at? Wash your hands. So I want to talk about spoilers for a minute. This is a big weekend. Well, actually, the last couple weekends have been big weekends. Um, yesterday we had the new Dune came out, which is awesome. Uh, this week we also had the season finale of Titans. We got uh, the third season of You. The second season of Lock and Key actually came out today on Netflix. And there are a plethora of other things that are coming out or that have been out. So we've got a lot of great content out there. But spoilers. 
I know, I know. They're annoying to everyone. We hate them. But I'm of two minds. And listen to me. Please listen to me. What I'm going to say does make sense. I'm of two minds. One, stop spoiling stuff. Why? Why do you need to talk about it the minute it just came out? Why are you releasing a breakdown trailer when it just came out? Stop. We know what happened in the trailer. We don't need all that. Stop it. Calm down. It's going to be all right. You don't need to come out like that five minutes after you watch. Oh, my God, this is a great. One. And don't say, oh, um, spoilers in the comments. Y'all know we can still see the comments previewed on Facebook, right? Y'all do know that, correct? And stop doing, here's a picture out of context spoiler. We can still figure it out. Stop. Stop it. There are groups for that, private groups, where you can go into or you can have your private chats. That's cool. I'm not mad at that. But stop just throwing it out there. That's one thought that I do have. The second thought is if something new comes out, something that's hot and you want to watch it, don't go on social media for about a week. Stay, especially Facebook and Twitter, stay off of them, stay off of them because they're going to ruin it for you. And then you're going to be mad. I want you to enjoy what you're about mm -hmm. to see. So my advice is stay off of it for about a week, two weeks, possibly, depending on when your work schedule can go through. Things are a little bit better nowadays because we have a lot of stuff on the streaming uh, services. So you can watch it on the streaming service at home. You ain't got to wait for a ticket and go to um, you know AMC or whatever your theater is, what have you. It's cool. Or watch the whole season of a show, what have you. But stay off of it. You might be due for a break anyway. It's good to take breaks from social media. Because this stuff is going to make you just mad. And then you mad because somebody said something that you didn't like on the show and they spoiled something, this, what have you. And uh, yes, I am with you. Some of the spoiling stuff is ridiculous. Why do you need to do it? But uh, but take a break from that week. And I know you're going to say, well, I shouldn't have to. No, you shouldn't have to. But the ramifications are that it's going to spoil for you. I hate it. I apologize. I know it sucks. It does. That person A is going to spoil it for person B. I don't know what to tell you. This fight has been going on for, I feel, generations. I feel like there were things that were spoiled in tablets on, like, you know, I feel like the Ten Commandments, we were put on a tablet, it was a spoiler, and people was mad about the bush being burned. It was like, oh, my God, why didn't you tell me? I don't know what to tell you, folks, but just let it go. Don't go on social media. Give yourself a week. Relax. Have some hot tea. The fall weather's coming out. Go pick some apples. Go get a pumpkin, something like that. Get some of that fresh air. Get some of that fall crisp air. Step on some crunchy leaves. Helps you feel better. Helps you sleep better at night. And if you just spoil something just because you're spoiling it, then you're a jerk. I don't know what to tell you. That's it. But that's just my bleak perspective. I don't know what to tell you. That Capri Sun hit different when you got HBO Max and you can watch Dune at home without having to be in the body. <laughs> All right. So on that note, as always, folks, are you with me? I think you are with me. I want to thank my guest today, Calvin Chambers. Sir, thank you so very much for talking to us about Icarus Metro comics and everything that is involved in that world. Like I said, folks, I have the links. <clears throat> excuse me in the episode description where you can be notified when the Kickstarter starts is going to be on November 3rd. That's what, less than two weeks away, I want to say? Uh, Yeah, about a week and a half away. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, the first is yeah. on a Monday, which is... Yeah, it's a Wednesday. Awkward, yeah, which mm -hmm. is great. But I also have the links there for the actual website. They got, on the website, I believe there was a t-shirt, there was a beanie, there was another piece of article. I forget, yeah. mask, thank you. Yep. There was a mask. Again, social distancing, cover your mouth, coughing. Mm -hmm. no, 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 we don't need that. All right? Links are there. The link 
excuse me, for the Twitter, for the Instagram. They're all there, folks. Go check out Icarus Metro Comics. And tonight, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be on my tablet. I'm going to open up like this. I'm going to swipe. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to swipe again. And I'm going to get me some of this Metro. All right. Right. So thank you once again, Calvin. Appreciate you so much for being here, oh, sir. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everyone, um, for watching this video. Thank you. If you're watching the video, thank you. If you're watching um, on YouTube or on Twitch, I appreciate it. Thank you. If you're listening to the audio podcast, which I'm going to be putting out probably in about an hour when everything registers, I appreciate you as well. Go check it out. Uh, Icarus Metro Comics, Calvin Chambers. Thank you so very much. Everyone, have a wonderful rest of your day. As always, do the best you can with what you got because it's all that you get. And um, it's Friday night, so go out. Hopefully you got paid. You can, you know, get get a little something. Put put cheese on it. You know what I'm saying? Spend Just that extra quarter. Paid. Friday night. Man, I, night. that song hits on so many <laughs> levels on Friday, especially when that direct deposit hits. Yep. That That's when that song starts being played. Y'all, enjoy the rest of your day. Please, just drink some water. Be safe. All right? Peace. Peace.